Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. All right. Well, welcome back to the podcast. And we are talking about stress and depression in children, but we're kind of on the fun side of this now. Um, getting an opportunity to share with you lots of ideas that I've found tried and true in raising three children who are now adults. And um, they look back often at the many wonderful memories that we had together and reflect on them. Um, but really just uh, creating a well-adjusted home is, is the key here. And, and you can't do that without routines, habits, rituals, you can't do it, okay? There's got to be, uh, uh, you know, something that they can count on and expect and even, in some cases, look forward to every single day of their lives. Something they can predict, something that they're expecting, okay? And this also creates a lot of peace and harmony, and I've covered all that. In fact, if you've missed any of this series, I would encourage you, strongly encourage you to go back because we've talked about a number of things. We started out... Um, kind of on the scary side and in, in discovering, you know, what what happens in, in stress and depression and, you know, with everything going on with COVID and everything, it is, it's been a common issue. Um, and we talked about the foundations. We also talked about signs and symptoms in the next part. So things to look for, red flags. And then um, uh, yesterday we talked about consistency in the home. And, and this is where we start de- delving into the routines and habits. And then yesterday we had a great time talking about fun and memorable rituals that you can add into the, um, the everyday that will make not only your family very special and distinct, um, but also uh, create a great atmosphere. Well, I want to continue with that today. Um, so I'm going to share a few of my own personal ideas and some of these are related to the homeschooling uh, trend that we're seeing now a lot of kids are having to be home more than they were before so um, I'm going to start with that piece of it and then we're going to move into some some day-to-day stuff as well that will help Um, all this helps I mean really you kind of need all of it you can't just take uh, a couple of them because here again you're trying to create a solid consistent schedule from from awake time to bedtime every day okay so um, on the homeschool side of things, uh, we, we spend a lot of time doing some natural learning. Now, what I mean by natural learning is, for example, if you're, if you're going to cook, you've got to cook anyway, right? Whether it's lunch or dinner or breakfast, uh, we would do things, follow the I would have them actually read the recipe and help measure for learning fractions. And sometimes we would double the recipe on purpose so they could learn how to multiply fractions. Now, this is obviously for the uh, mid, middle school kids and up. But even for the younger kids, just helping them to measure in a cup, you know, just pour in a quarter cup of flour, you know, that's, uh, you know or sugar. So they learn, they start to, to identify with math and fractions and measuring. But now that, you're teaching them a life skill they have to have. And how many kids nowadays don't even know how to boil an egg? And I don't mean that to be insulting, but it is an issue. I mean, when I was a kid, we had home ec class. You know, it was called home economics. And it was standard. It was in all the high schools. They had a kitchen. They literally had a room full of little mini kitchens, and you learned how to cook. Um, and, of course, you know, I had to learn how to cook growing up as well. We don't see that as much anymore. There was so much fast food and convenience food out there. People don't really have to cook, so they don't cook. 
Um, and a lot of parents don't know how to cook, so they don't teach their kids how to cook. So it's not an insult. It's just a fact. It's just the way it is. So we can learn a lot ourselves and help our, our kids to learn that way. We can also make it super fun. You know, cook things that are really fun, you know, uh, a cake, uh, some cookies or, you know, something that they want to cook. Maybe do an ethnic day every week and you do a, a different ethnic cooking. So Italian, you know, one one week and then, a, and then a Chinese another week and just learn new foods. It's super fun. My kids did it a lot with us growing up and, um, and to this day they still repeat many of those recipes and enjoy them. Another thing is um, to gamify learning. And uh, so a couple of ideas that, um, that I, I love to share. Uh, number one, I would buy these block puzzle. They're like a, they're like a wooden puzzle um, of, for, ge for geography, for example. And they would have to, you know, we dump all the pieces out on there. And then we would set a timer or a stopwatch and have them race to see who could quickly, the, who could most effectively and, um, um, ex you know, whatever, quickly put the puzzle together the fastest so so they learned their geography when I mean, you had to learn where the states went in the state puzzle okay and this was for obviously the united states it could be for another continent because i know i get listeners from all over the world so it could be for your continent where they have to learn the states or the separations in your continent or it could be a world map of some kind that they have to learn where they go um you could also accomplish this uh with a map on paper you know, without identification on it. Um, somehow you could blot out or label out the identification and then they have to write it in the quickest. You know, there's there's a number of ways that you can gamify. you got to think outside the box. There's probably also a lot of uh, tools you can buy online for this kind of thing. And then for uh, a multiplication, we we went to Amazon. Actually, I got from Amazon. It was called Math War. And they had a lot of fun with that where they would have to, you know, just decide what the product of the math it so it'd be like say six times seven and the other one was five times six and so then they would have to say it really quick and then they would have if they got it right and it, it was a higher number then they won if they got it wrong and they were a lower they were a, they were the higher number they wouldn't get it would be the other the opponent that would get it so uh, just you know really fun stuff like that and then I'm, i'll share one more and then we'll move on um or we're gonna have to close out the uh the podcast today, but we'll come back to this list tomorrow because I have quite a bit more for you. Um, go on a lot of walks together and and pick up specimens and, and then bring them back and identify them. So whether it's bugs or leaves or flowers or um, plants or whatever. I mean, um, you, you just get a collection of them and make it a fun trip. And then come back and have them identify all of these. And, and you can even go as far as having write a paper on it or create some kind of a board with descriptions. I mean, these are just some fun uh, ways that the kids can learn and, um, and grow without just sitting in front of a computer all the time. And granted, I know that a lot of the, the learning has gone to computers and virtual, and I get that. So there are some obviously some obligations you have to fulfill there. But these are some things you can do on the side. Uh, to break it up so it's not so monotonous. Well, I hope this is helpful to you. I have plenty more to share with you tomorrow, so please come back. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Keep reaching higher, and thank you for joining